Okay. Hey, my name's Christine. I'm an alcoholic. Um, I'm, I may be having some technical difficulties. We'll see. I was watching like a school video earlier and it just started playing and I couldn't figure out from where because I downloaded a new version of Windows. So if you hear some IT lingo, I'm, I'll try to stop it. I don't know. I may have to restart my computer or I'll see. But luckily it's off now. Um, <laughs> anyway, it made me rethink learning IT stuff about IT things. But um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I think what I'll just do is kind of tell you a little bit what it was like and um, do a, like a little bitty qualification since I don't know any of you. And um, so anyway, so I, I'm from California originally. Um, so in California. Um, sorry. And uh, I um, basically what happened is I just I it was like a bunch of trauma. Like I just grew up with like a lot of different traumatic things happening at a young age. And um, I had a lot of um, mental illness that was untreated that I was cognizant of at a young age. So I can remember being um, suicidal at the age of like seven, which now as a 38 year old, I, I just don't even understand how that's true, but it was. Um, and then, uh, so basically that was the beginning. So it was kind of like, I was like socially very awkward. Um, I never felt comfortable in my own skin. I, I always thought like, um, you know, I just, I, I just always thought I sucked like at everything. And, um, and I got bullied really bad. I ended up being homeschooled for a time because it was just too bad to go to school. So, um, by the time I was in like sixth grade, um, I wanted desperately to fit in. And I wanted that more than I wanted school, more than I wanted anything else, because I didn't want to get bullied anymore. And, um, and I wanted to be seen as like, normal. I knew that I would never be seen, though, as normal, but I thought, you know, I'd at least try. Um, so uh, I started drinking young, like I, I, my friends would drink, we would drink um, before school. And um, we'd have like my friends, uh, mom's rum in like eggnog, which is like gross. It's gross. Anyway. So, you know, in the beginning it was like, you know, something like really risky I was doing. My parents um, raised me very conservative Christian, like, like almost like orthodox, like just very, it was almost a cult. It like bordered on culty. So the idea of like getting caught drinking was, um, really scared of me getting caught doing anything. I also had this real deep fear of God, like God was going to, God knew what I was doing. He knew what I was thinking. And at any point he could just send like a lightning bolt down. So I, I lived with this like deep fear of like literally being killed by God 
for my deviant behavior and thoughts, which I now know were just natural thoughts and feelings. Um, and then, you know, so basically I started, I started drinking um, as soon as I could. Um, I started drinking regularly at the age of 13. And um, by the time I was 16, it had gotten a lot more, you know, intensified. And I was using, now I was using like um, other drugs sometimes. And, um, but at 16, my mother passed away from cancer. And that's when I just went off the rails. I just thought now I can drink. Basically it was like, now I can drink myself to death. <laughs> Sorry, it's all so bleak. Anyway, so um, basically I just, I feel like my life was like a series of like um, trying to get myself better, thinking if I just prayed a little bit more, maybe if I got baptized like a second time, things would go better. And I just always circled back to alcohol to just make me feel better. And um, it went on like that for a long time. And then, um, you know, I ended up moving out at 18. I realized that I was gay and I realized that I, um, you know, that wasn't gonna fly in my father's house. I knew he would kick me out if I came out. So I just moved out. Um, and then I came out <laughs> and then it proceeded to be like this thing of like, I literally, so I grew up in what is called Ventura County, which is a little bit North of, of Los Angeles. And um, I lived in every city in that County and I got kicked out of every place I moved to all because of my drinking. Like, cause I was just, um, I would, I looked very good to people in the beginning like I could smile, I could make a good conversation. And so people liked me, so they helped me. And then I, you know, it was just like, I'd like turn around and screw them over and then think that I was the victim. Like, no, you did this to me. You know, it was just so, oof, it was so toxic. And so by the time I was 21, I was, um, I had been kicked out of almost every place that I lived in. And I was dating this girl who was a stripper. And um, I was secretly sleeping with men because for attention, like it wasn't even, there was no connection. It was just, I want attention and you'll buy me beer. It was just grotesque. And um, so I ended up meeting this guy that I knew from online on um, in Vegas. Cause he's like, Christine, He's from New York and he's like, I'll be in Vegas in a couple of days. You want to come up? We'll hang out. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, this was back in the day when Facebook was, Facebook was barely a thing, you know? So it was kind of like you met people online that you were friends with. Like that was a thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is now, but, um, so I go to Vegas. I, um, I, uh, and proceeded to drink like a, you know, a few pictures of beer with him and then um, attacked that poor man. And he thought that I was, you know, a lesbian because that's what I've been telling him. So he was a little bit surprised by that. And and uh, and then I was like, I'm in love. You know, it was like we were together, I think, maybe two days. 
And I was like, that's it. I'm in love. So I went back to California. I, um, I told my then girlfriend, we had this like open deal. And um, she said, you need to go to New York. You need to see if this is real. Long distance is BS. And um, she was a couple years older than me. So I thought she was wiser. And uh, so I took her advice. I packed up everything I had. <laughs> I sold everything I had. I put it into my tiny little Ford Focus with my two cats and I drove across the United States and I got to um, Brooklyn, New York. And my, uh, you know, my boyfriend that I'm coming there to see, and I'm gay, like, just, just like, just side note, just think about this, like how distorted I was. All right. Then, so we get, I get to New York. I, um, I pull into a gas station. He's like, I'll meet you there. And I've been through war because I never knew like how New York roads are. And it's basically like a third world country. Like, it's just, it's just like horrific. So I was crying the whole way there. I get out of the car, the guy in the gas station goes, um, he goes, uh, you're from New York or you're from California. Cause he saw my plates. I said, yeah, I'm from California. He goes, why are you here? I was like, I'm moving here. He was like, go back. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, it's terrible here. They'll hit your cars. They don't care. Everybody's awful. Da, 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 da. And so I'm like, okay. And then I see my would-be boyfriend walking up the street. He's like got a suit on and I look at him and I think to myself, I moved here for him. You know, like I was just devastated and here I was, you know? So it didn't, that didn't last for obvious reasons. Um, and then it took me about two years of being in New York city to completely bottom out. And New York City is not the place to bottom out in if you're a young 21-year-old girl. Like it's, uh, it's not great. Um, riding the subways and blackouts, I don't recommend it. And there was a lot of other dark stuff that I think if you drank and you use drugs, you already know. And I'm really lucky to be alive, and I know that. Um, so at 23, I uh, went into AA, what you guys call traditional AA, I think. And um, I did okay for a while because I was so what they call mocus, like my brain was just like broken. It was just broken. Um, so I, uh, I did okay with the God stuff because I just, I was so um, not really present yet. And then it sort of took some time for me. Um, honestly, it took doing the steps. I did the steps and I realized I don't believe in God. <laughs> like it just, <laughs> that was my truth. Everybody else was like, I'm a Christian now. I've gone back to being a Catholic. I've done, you know, and like, I was like, I don't think I believe in that. So I've just sort of been kind of, I kind of found my own way to translate what was being said all the time into things that I could hear. And um, so I spent the last 15 years like that. And then recently um, somebody told me about um, secular AA. I had gotten close to actually going out a couple of years ago. I hit some 
like marital issues. And it was just like, it was gut wrenching. And I, I wanted to drink. I couldn't believe that I wanted to drink, but I really did. And I used the rooms, but the part of the reason I stopped, I sort of had that bad moment is because I stopped going to meetings. Um, because I didn't like the God piece. And I felt like I just had to close myself down, like, like dumb myself over to be a part of AA. And I started reading more literature on alcoholism. And I was like, this just like, it just didn't feel right. Um, and then when, after my little stint, I ended up coming right back into the rooms and being like, whatever, I'll just keep coming, even though I don't agree with a lot of this. And then in the past couple, I think now like the past month, I've been um, going to secular AA. My, my home group is kind of like falling apart because of COVID and it's really sad. Um, and nobody wants to change anything. So it's continuing to like worsen. And uh, so I was like, you know, let me try these secular meetings. I had done one agnostic meeting a million years ago and I, it was just bizarre at that time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Somebody else told me it was bizarre for them too. So I felt a little validated, but yeah, but now, but this, these, I came to these and I saw this like free thinker and I was like free thinker and AA, like what? Like free, free thinking? No, no, that can't be a thing. I'm like, what does that even mean? So I've been like coming around and it's like, I can't wait. I, I know I sound like a cheerleader, but I can't help it. I can't wait to come to meetings now. Like I'm trying to like, if I have downtime, I'm like, I want to, I want to hit a meeting. I want to hit a secular meeting of some kind. And it's just been such a validating experience. And I feel like everyone in the rooms, like these, these particular rooms are just kind of blowing my mind because they're using their intellect I'm just like, what is happening here? So, um, so I'm telling everybody I know about it, like, and I know that they're just like, they just are like, shut up. And I know I need to shut up. So I'm going to try to like, probably now do that. So um, thanks for letting me share. <laughs>